BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When someone tells you, you deserve better than me, run. That is a red flag. They are telling you the truth. They're telling you, I will never be good enough for you. AKA, I will never try harder than where I'm currently at. This is it of what I can give you. When someone tells you, you deserve better than me, believe them. They are not trying to put any extra effort in you. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for, but need. Welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hi, and welcome to a brand new Almost Adulting, the largest self-love podcast and movement, your number one destination for personal growth and transformation. I am your host and your big sister, Violetta. Welcome to a brand new Tuesday episode. We are in the second week of May, which is all about mental health month. And this week, I've decided to give you two episodes on changing your perspective. Today is basically an extension of this week's Thursday episode. But since you can't, you know, travel in time yet, I don't think, then you don't know Thursday's episode. But Thursday's episode is about change your perspective situationships and ghosting. So today it's an extension, but obviously if you listen to one, just listen to both is what I'm trying to say. You can't can't listen to Thursday yet. The point is today is going to be change your perspective about goodbyes and how you view endings and whatever else. And also I take a question or two from your DMs and we answer it. So, okay. Before I kind of get started, this is your reminder to please hit the subscribe button. If you're not subscribed already to my podcast, I don't know what you're doing, but I will block you. So please subscribe so you never miss an episode again. We have episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on YouTube. That's correct. If you want to see my face more often, If you're not sick of me, of seeing my face all over Instagram, then please make sure to subscribe to the Almost Adulting podcast since I make a lot of face expressions when I talk. (laughs) Okay. So today, actually, I thought, why not start with a question from you guys? So before I started recording this episode, I got a DM from one of you and it caught my attention that I stopped reading it so I can be surprised by the DM at the same time I'm recording this podcast. Let's hear it. So I will call her T. T DM'd me and she said, I was seeing a man for two years, but he'd never commit. Okay, already a red flag. After the first month, I would already been out of it, out of there. But that maybe because I'm in my 30s. <laughs> but okay, I was seeing a man for two years, but he'd never commit. Okay, T, I left him many times but he come back chasing. Ooh, they always do that, don't they? I found out after two years that actually he's married. Okay, that would be a red flag for me. 
Oh, I left him and I told his wife, they are now getting a divorce. All right. Despite it all, I still think he's a good guy. Girl, where? Only women, only women are able to always see the good in everything. A girl could literally be dating Hitler and she would be like, yeah, but the way he treats me when no one's looking, <laughs> I feel like he, he's just misunderstood. <laughs> that was a bad example. Okay. So she goes, okay, I'll start from the beginning. I'll read the whole thing. She's T said, I was seeing a man for two years, but he'd never commit. I left him many times, but he come back chasing. I found out after two years that actually he's married. So I left him and I told his wife, they are now getting a divorce. Despite it all, I think he's a good guy. He realized that he has a lot of work that he needs to do on himself. So we've gone our separate ways and he's doing some counseling right now and rebuilding many aspects of his life that crashed during his marriage that it made him lose himself. He says that he's currently not the man that I deserve to be with. We've gone our separate ways. He's encouraged me to not put my life on hold and to date, but that he's working on himself. And when he feels more deserving of me, he will be back at that point and will fight for me if it requires him to do so. What are your thoughts on this, Violetta? Is that really just a case of timing? And can a cheater really change his spots? You know what's crazy to me? No matter how many episodes I do, talking about the same things over and over again, I will always get questions like this where it's like, yeah, I heard you, but I'm not listening because I think my situation is different. So let me start with all the red flags, okay? Let's start with, I was seeing a man for two years and he'd never commit. Girl, that's your first red flag, run. Then I find out he's married. What the fuck? This point, you need to block him. Like already two red flags. He can't even commit to his wife. How will he commit to you? <laughs> Come on. Then she goes, I left him. And I told his wife, now they're getting a divorce. Okay, you know, do what you got to do. I feel that. Oh, also the part where she said, I left him many times. He's always chasing. That part is very hard. I won't lie. Sometimes when a man is not chasing you after you leave him, for me personally, when I'm done grieving him, I'm so thankful he didn't chase me because I always know that if this man chased me when I was still in my grieving process, I would take him back. So I understand how hard it is to say no when someone's chasing you. Anyway, he left his wife and now they're getting a divorce. So he was never going to leave his wife, but obviously the wife is the one that decided to initiate the divorce. But despite all of that, despite him not committing to you, T, despite him lying to you for two years, despite him lying to his wife, his whole ass wife and his whole other life that he's actually married, despite all of that, you still think he's a good guy. Okay. At this point, I'm thinking, work on yourself a little. You know, why are you giving this man so many chances? It's coming from within. And then she goes, he realized that he has a lot of work to do on himself. Wow, congratulations. I would agree. So that is correct. Then she goes, well, we've gone our separate ways because he's doing counseling, rebuilding many aspects of his life. I'm thinking we've gone our separate ways because I finally realized that if he can't commit to his wife, he won't commit to me. And I don't want to be with the cheater. If he's cheating on his wife with me, if we got married, he will 100% cheat on me and do the same shit to me. 
when we have issues. The reason they've gone their separate ways is because he currently is working on himself and he feels that he tells her right now, I am not the man that you deserve to be with. Girl, when a man, a woman, an alien, a dog, whatever it is, when someone tells you, you deserve better than me, run. That is a red flag. They are telling you the truth. They're telling you, I will never be good enough for you. AKA, I will never try harder than where I'm currently at. This is it of what I can give you. When someone tells you, you deserve better than me, believe them. They are not trying to put any extra effort in you. You're not the one. There may be a woman out there when the time is right that they will put in the effort, but you're not that woman. That's the truth. So he tells her, I'm currently not the man that you deserve to be with. And that's why they gone their separate ways. He encourages her, move on with your life. Start dating. Don't wait for me. I'm working on myself. And she's still like, I'm not hearing you. So you want me to wait for me for you? And he's like, no, I want you to go date other people, find love, be happy. And she's like, okay, so wait outside your house. He's like, you're not hearing me. (laughs) He's encouraging her to not put her life on hold and to date while he works on himself. And when he feels more deserving of her, he'll be back. And at that point, he'll fight for her if he needs to do so. Meaning you are so fucking available that I probably won't even have to fight for you when I come back. You'll probably be already outside my house waiting for me. So I won't even have to put extra effort in. And when I say when I finish working myself and come back, I mean, if I have no other options, if I'm bored, if I need a little, little attention from my number one cheerleader, because that's what you are, T. He had a whole last life aside from you. You were his fantasy. You were his escape from reality. You told his wife And they got a divorce because you were hoping that that would open him up to be with you. He got a divorce and he still chose not to be with you. He still chose himself over you and his wife. And trust me, his wife is not any luckier than you. You guys both are in the shitty area. I feel bad for both of you because you both ended up with a baby, with a man child who wasted both of your times instead of working on himself, instead of healing himself first, he dragged you both down. He thought that you two could heal him. He made you feel, he made you think, he gave you promises of a false reality. And what he's doing right now is he's A, trying to let you off easily. He's trying to not hurt your feelings by telling you, I'm just not into you the way you are into me. And also he's trying to keep you as an option by saying, When I come back, if I come back, I mean, don't wait for me, but I'll probably still come back and hopefully I'll fight for you if, if you need me to fight for you. Come on, T, this is not a case of timing. This is a case of you spending two years on a man and being too stubborn to look at the reality, which I discussed on Thursday. You're not paying attention to what's in front of you and what's in front of you is a heartbreak is feeling like you gave two years of your life to someone that doesn't feel the same way that you feel. What's in front of you is realizing that the fairy tale that you created of this man, that you think he's a good guy, that you could be wrong. And it's hard to admit to ourselves when we feel wrong. And I know in the beginning, the first 10 minutes, I said a lot of words that were hurtful. And I know that sometimes my advice 
can be harsh and can be hurtful. But I only do this because I think, unfortunately, many times people are not honest with us and we are not honest with ourselves. And then we end up prolonging our pain. And trust me, it may hurt to hear the words that this person is not for you or that they don't want you because you know what? He's a fucking loser. T, he's a loser. Why would you want to be with a guy that couldn't even commit to his wife? They went through a whole ass relationship. They went through a whole ass wedding that they spent money on. He sleeps next to this woman every single night and he still cheated on her instead of trying to make it work with her. And you think it'll work with you? You know what happened to my mother when she married a cheater? Well, she didn't know he was a cheater. When my mom and her first husband, she got cheated on. She found out he cheated on her. She left his ass and he told her, you are 29 years old, a Jew in communist Russia. Who's going to want you? You are used goods. You might as well just stay with me because you can't do better than me, baby. He was tall, handsome, a doctor. And she found out she was pregnant. She got a shmorshmorshin and she left his ass because she said, I'd rather be alone than be in this life. And she left him. And she moved to a whole new town and he begged her back. He sent her gifts. He sent her everything. She said, no, thank you. So he got together with the lady he was cheating on my mother with. And you know what happened a few years down the line? You know what happened? He cheated on that woman with someone else because there's a pattern. That's what happens. When you're the other woman, the way you get him is how you lose him, T. What you got to see was a prediction of your future. He will do the same to you. You we're going to go from the other woman to the woman being cheated on. And it's not any better and the heartache does not get easier. So as much as my words I know can be painful, I think it's just as painful if not more to continue loving someone that will never love you back the way you love them. So yeah, I think when I give this harsh advice is because I want it to hurt because I want you to move on because I think it hurts so much more when you love someone that doesn't love you. So can a cheater really change his spots? Yes, the answer is yes. A cheater can definitely change his spots if he chooses to do so. But unfortunately, and this part sucks, more times than not, of course, there's always the exceptions. If you are the person your partner cheated with on their ex-partner, they don't respect you. They don't view you with respect. And eventually... In order to get out of the relationship with you, they will do the same to you. That relationship was tainted. It was bound to fail before it ever started because you guys started it in a poor way. That's the reality. So T, I hope you listen to my advice. And of course, DM me if you need some of a more encouraging type of pep talk. But I hope you will move on. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, 
Father Brown and Death in Paradise, plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Because I genuinely think the same way this man is choosing to put himself first, that you will finally choose to put yourself first. And you will finally learn to love yourself. And you will finally figure out why for two years you chased someone that you always knew was never going to reciprocate. Deep down, you knew this because some parts of you are just as unavailable as this guy is. Deep down, you may not be ready for a real relationship. Deep down, the fantasy is much easier for you than to actually find someone who is ready for something and to be vulnerable with them, to open up with them. It's easier to chase someone. I hope that helps. So that brings me into my question that I always get asked, which is why doesn't he want me? How can you change your perspective when you feel like someone doesn't want you? It's not easy. So you look at it from the perspective of he doesn't want me because there's something. So instead of looking at it from the perspective of, why doesn't he want me? He doesn't want me probably because there's something wrong with me. Think of it in a way where he doesn't want you because of what's going on with him. And the truth is, is that if he wanted to, he would. But he kept showing you over and over and over again that he did not want you. And eventually you have to listen because it takes two people to make something work. This person can be your soulmate. This person can be the perfect person for you if they don't want you. They have to love you if you love them. They have to want to be part of the relationship that you already created in your head of you two. Get that out of your head that someone, this is your perfect person because your perfect person will be with you. Your perfect person will fight for you. Your perfect person will want to be there day after day after day. When this person decided not to choose you, they made a choice. And the choice was that it wasn't you. When someone tells you they don't know what they want, they actually do know exactly what they don't want. And that's you. So now you can also make a choice. And that choice is moving on. So something that I always say to myself when I'm dealing with, you know, wishy-washy dating situation is that I was fine before this person came into my life and I'll be just as fine when they're gone. That fine state of being, that's your stability. That's what keeps you grounded. Remember that feeling when you get so tied up in all of your emotions that no matter what happens, you're going to be fine. This is not your first heartbreak. This is not your first rodeo. This is not your first anal. You survived the anal and you will survive this heartbreak situation. You can't change a man, but you can change the man. Boom. I hope that helps. <laughs> okay. So instead of sticking around, focusing so hard and trying to change someone that clearly doesn't want to, just change the guy in your situation, change the guy in, in your fairy tale, in the story of your life. And another thing that I want to leave you when it comes with goodbyes and changing your perspective about it is that instead of being sad, be thankful that now you're free to find someone new. You're going to have to get used to saying goodbyes, unfortunately, over and over again until you will find the right person. And even when you find the right person, eventually one of you will pass away. That's the truth. 
goodbyes start to be less painful once you realize that it just opens up room for your person, the person that will get you, the person that will make you feel so loved, the person that will fight for you, the person that you're meant to be with, the person that will never make you feel like you're crazy or confused or you're asking too many questions or you're asking too much. This person will not make you wonder if they even like you. They won't make you wonder if they have a whole ass wife and a whole other life. They won't make you feel like every time you contact them that you're bothering them. So be happy when someone is dumb enough to let a catch like you go. They're doing you a favor when they walk away and you don't see it when it happens, but you're always thankful afterwards, weeks, months, years later. When someone is dumb enough to let you go, it just means you're one step closer to your person. You can't hold on to someone or force them to love you. Trust me, I've tried when I was younger. I explained this in my last episode with why men pull away, that the tighter you try to hold on to people, the more they will want to run. All you can do is love people and hope that they appreciate your love and feel the same way. But I also want to tell you to never regret giving your love to people because they probably needed it more than you'll ever know. And even if your love wasn't reciprocated, I promise you that love always comes back in full circles. So the love that you gave away, I promise you, will come twice as much in some shape or form. So keep putting love into the universe. Don't regret opening your heart because it will come back double the size. That's one of the reasons I don't believe in getting revenge on people that hurt me because I know that my love is so amazing because I love so passionately. I'm loyal to a fault. And I do anything for the ones that I love. That's why I feel sad for anyone that's dumb enough to take me for granted. Because once I let them go, I never look back. And they'll never get to experience my love again, which I think is punishment enough. So if you want revenge, if you want to really hurt someone, then move on. Release them from your heart, from your life, from your energy. Hate is not the worst thing that someone can experience. Indifferences. That is your one-on-one lesson from your favorite Scorpio, Viola Benson. There is nothing more painful than any revenge I could ever try. There's nothing more painful than someone that used to write for you, that would do anything for you, just completely check out. Stop checking on you. Stop caring. No more reactions to your actions. No more begging to be loved. No more nothing but silence. Not even on purpose. Just, I had enough. I gave up and I moved on. People don't know how much you ride for them until you park. So have you had enough? If you have, then maybe it's time to park. Maybe it's time to show them what life is like without you in them. That's why I always let go because the opposite of love is not hate. I don't hate anyone that ever hurt me because they don't deserve to live rent-free in my mind. Instead, I nothing them like they never existed. The Scorpio way. (laughs) 
Okay, you guys, that is all for today's short Tuesday episode. Actually, Tuesday and Thursday, you both get short episodes. So hopefully you can take in all this information. And like I said, this week is all about changing your perspective when it comes to situationships, ghosting, and goodbye. So today you got to change your perspective when it comes to goodbyes and what happened to T in the beginning of the episode. And on Thursday, make sure to tune in because it is all about changing your perspective about situationships and ghosting. Again, I love you. I hope you have a beautiful day. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please make sure to leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I love you. Have a beautiful day. Bye.